I'm Jeremy Meatlick. I'm Chris Buttjam. Sam, I'm telling you, I don't think Dad wants to be found. This is monster of the what the fuck are we even doing, Chris? What are we? Why are we doing this? This is terrible. I don't know. No, this is the greatest. This is the greatest graphic novel ever penned. Yeah, put put your pen down, Grant Morrison, Warren Ellis, Alan Moore. Put put just put your Hang pencils it up, boys. And your pen down. Hang it up. We've got a new a new winner for greatest comic book. Transmetropolitan, oh. get out of there. Walkman, gone into garbage. Forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. This week is a bonus episode provided to you by our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We're doing the comic books. This is episode two. So uh, our first comic series is Supernatural Origins. It's six issues. We got three issues into it before just dying of embarrassment and laughter last time. So we're back to cover the last three issues. Chris. Excellent. How are you today, man? How, are, how what, What's the world I'm, of Chris Mosier like? Tell us all. Uh, today, Chris Butt Jam is. Uh, Excuse is me, on Chris the moon. Butt Jam. I, I I apologize. I forgot <laughs> because uh, I I was rereading. I was rereading some of these uh these comics, which I'm I, you and I might be the only people who have ever read Supernatural Origins more than once. So that's something to be said. Um, and the first time that I read this, I read it on. I was telling you earlier, I read it on my iPad, so it was the full view of each panel. As mm-hmm. if I was just actually holding the comic book in my hand. But uh, I did it today on my phone. So I, I had a little bit less screen space. And I did that kind of guided view where it just shows you panel by panel. And, yep. and somehow, that is the funniest thing that I have <laughs> ever read in my entire life. When just like this first scene when John is like pursuing Mary through the woods like he wants to kill her. But then it's just like they, he's, trying to, he's trying to bone down on her. And it, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful way to read these comic books. Listener, if you if for some reason if you're going to put yourself through this, if you really like my fan fiction of John Winchester and you want to see it like you know given some illustration, read the Supernatural Origins comics, but read them on an e-reader of some sort and and do panel by panel so that you can really get the full experience of what the fuck is happening in this. Yeah, there's a uh, if you've never experienced Guided View, it's it's a pretty fun thing. Like they just break it down frame by frame, and uh, they can actually kind of do dramatic pauses in the dialogue in some cases where it'll kind of mm-hmm. just take a just a brief pause and then it'll fast forward to the next next frame it's very good uh it, it works really well on the phone too like it's a real it's a, it's actually a decent way to read comics yeah for uh sure. this just makes it just makes it so much more apparent that the writing and the art and all of this is just just bad it's this is not a good comic book like the like there's value to be had in this um we're going to ring all of the comedic value we can mr mr butlick but we, <laughs> or mr i can't even no, I'm, remember our i'm names. butt jam you're meat like <laughs> okay okay i'm sorry mr butt jam um it'll make sense later all right yeah yeah we'll get there don't worry Episode, issue five we'll get there um but yeah the the, the guide of you makes it hilarious i still don't particularly like these comics uh but at the same time i'm just a kind oh, of obsessed bad. with them i've read them three times yeah. now three yeah. chris it's just you know we're out here we're out here doing the dirty work and and that's what that's what they pay us for that is literally what they pay us for <laughs> so we're we're gonna start it off with issue number four 
Uh, this was written by Peter Johnson and uh, drawn by Matthew Dow Smith. <laughs> drawn I, uh, by like my five-year-old little cousin. Yeah, what, once again, we, we have a pretty decent cover. I kind of I kind of dig this cover, uh, but the covers, covers are, are all great. Oh, are all done by, by, yeah. by somebody else. Um, and like Chris mentioned, uh, like Mister Buttjam mentioned, this starts off with in a 1977 with John chasing Mary through just like some woods. Well, and the implication we don't here, really know that it's John. <laughs> that's true. It doesn't look anything like John Winchester. That's 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 an no. accurate statement. I think Mary looks like Mary because she's wearing the white gown with the blonde hair, and we sort of associate that image with her. Um, I just, it's like, this scene, it's going to come back up again later. And I really have a lot of questions because it's her going, no, not here, not like this, (laughs) running through the woods, terrified of this man in 1977. Um, Yeah, like, you would think that this is, like, in in another series, like, this is, I, I don't understand what's happening because it's, is John... Because what's going to happen is, is like he's going to go through, he's going to be chasing Mary, he's going to trip and fall, and then Mary is going to turn into uh, the doctor who was robbing bodies for organs in season three of the TV show, <laughs> and he's like, he's and he's in the middle of a fight. So is John chasing this supernatural creature, and then just imagining that this supernatural creature is Mary Winchester? <laughs> is that so what's I think he's having a, he's having a flashback to when he was pursuing Mary through the woods while she pleaded for him to no not now please stop don't do this and he's chasing her down through the woods very scary stuff he eats shit and then suddenly she's like oh now you're ready for it big boy and throws her bra at him and then we we need to stress that the first five panels are the first Mm -hmm. words out of mary winchester's mouth is no not like this not here and not now like that's that's the journalistic breakdown <laughs> that's that's who what where and why and when but then so we have this panel of him like sitting on the ground holding up her bra being like <laughs> johnny's about to get his rocks off and then you go to the next page and it's 1983 we've skipped forward six years and it's john lying in that same position in the woods but he's got a knife out and he goes get away from me you freak just like last time where he was like i'm not a killer i'm not a killer i'm not a killer eat lead freak and he blew that guy away (laughs) it's so weird like and and to have this this particular like villain this particular you know character from the supernatural universe show up in a comic book uh it kind of makes sense to a degree because here's a a, a villain that john shay faced off in the past that could conceivably come Mm -hmm. up in the future um but none of that matters because i'm not even going to get into like you know the hunter the guy uncle hunter is, is still with him and he's like setting the organs on fire it's and all my hunter stuff. friend again my it just sounds friend. like my fan fiction it really i mean chris <laughs> coast gone it's hunter so. stuff it's just hunter stuff <laughs> um so they they weaken this doctor and man i just the the just the debasement of john winchester in these four issues already he's gone from normal you know dad and husband Maybe with a little bit of a drinking problem and kind of a dead end mechanic job, former Marine probably has some some shit going on in his head that he doesn't really want to talk about to his family, uh, to literally chopping this dude up with a chainsaw while he's making Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre references. It's extraordinary, and it, it really, I guess it's supposed to illustrate, look how far John has come. Look how unhinged he is. I just, but... So yeah, it's him facing off against this doctor. See him in season three. He's the guy who um, Sam tries to learn his like techniques from so he can save uh, Dean from having to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he literally says, uh, have you ever been to Texas? <laughs> I heard they love their chainsaws down there. And then he chainsaws this dude up to be like, look, John's 
John's hard now. John's changed. He's brutal. There's a, then, there's a um, panel in this comic book where John Winchester is kneeling in front of this dismembered body, holding the heart that he has just cut out of this body with a chainsaw in one hand, and he has like the chainsaw on his shoulder, like he's fucking Ash from Evil of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Like, just I mean, what what I, Chris? I don't I, I don't even know how to express how weird and and, and awful this just, is. And they're clearly a part of this extremely elaborate, time-consuming hunt. And then John is just like, I don't have time for this. We gotta go. Which is, again, exactly like the fan fiction. (laughs) Where he's like, I can't find my kids, but let me stop and hunt this ghost. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah, and, and to and if listeners, if you if you did, if you're not listening to these back to back, just just so you remember, John Winchester dropped his uh John D, our, our boys Dean and Sam off at some rando's house that knows John. Yeah, like I don't even know where they are. Uh, we don't know who it is. It's just John was just like, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. See ya. And the other guy's like, a couple of weeks? Are you serious? And then John just leaves with Uncle Hunter, who is just some unnamed hunter guy that looks like Roland from the Gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, the next Hunter scene is, is actually like, is actually kind of mad at John about this, right? Yeah, he's like, "Hey, how about you stop being a, a fucking lunatic, my my dude?" This is, I mean, he, <laughs> just Chris. He just chopped this dude up with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he says, "I don't have time for this. Let's go." <laughs> he's like, "You're the one who chopped him up with a chainsaw, Jesus, my dude." Um, so then they then they just take off. They're going to see Mary or something, I guess. Um, and John has a little internal uh, monologue here. He's like, five years ago, I was, I was skiing with Mary or whitewater rafting. And um, I guess, so this part illustrates how, um, because at the time of this writing, the author didn't know that Mary was previously a hunter. Uh, so John fell off <laughs> of their little canoe or whatever. And, uh, and Mary jumped into the water to save him. He's remembering that. And then he's like, the next year, Dean was born. Five or four years later, Mary's dead. I think we had another kid in between. I can't really remember. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but this scene, like he brings up this memory of them, like uh, of him falling into the river and, and Mary, like, you know, doing everything to save him, like acting on instinct and just doing the thing because like later he's going to do something similar, which is weird that they draw this parallel. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, 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 it's like, you know, English one Oh two, right? Like it's, it's learning how to, 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 Oh wow. This happened to one character. And now the same thing happened to another character. And, Oh, <gasps> he learned a lesson like it's it's all connected it's a it's symbology mm. as they like to say mm. um, um i, I, so I then don't they, yeah dude this 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 whole idea of is <laughs> just especially because it just flies in the face of everything we know from the from the actual series right like none of right. this will make sense um I, I we're definitely not giving this thing its dues but i don't even care so they they head off to a uh, blue earth minnesota where uh we are treated to i mean i i will say um the transition of colors is is nice i guess because we've been doing with like dark blues dark greens because they're in the forest at night and then we switch over and so these kind of like pastel pale church colors um because they're at this church in minnesota where they're going to see pastor jim and we've heard and i think we've seen pastor jim show up in the show uh a little bit he's dead now in the current canon of things he's dead uh killed by yellow eyes maybe somebody or ruby Nope, not Ruby. Who's the other one? Meg. There we go. I found it eventually. No help from you, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> I was just going to let you ride, dude. You were going real fast. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get a word in. I want to I wanna go back to the art in just a second because uh, this this first panel that we see, Chris, have you ever seen a more unfinished panel in a comic book before? Like, there's there's a way to, like, artsily, like, do, like, leave things kind of trailing off at the edges. But, yeah. like, there's a wall 
And just like the top quarter of it has a brick <laughs> It's just pattern, not finished. <laughs> and just the rest of it doesn't. Look at the windows. Some of the windows don't have the bottom of the window. Like no, it's just, it's just, it's just three lines. And with a different color inside. I take back everything I said. <laughs> I mean, the colors are very nice. Like, Whoever colored it did a good job. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I, I mean, the draw distance finished. on this on this comic panel isn't like you know when you're too far away from something in like Skyrim and it won't load the trees far away. That's what of this course, looks yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Man, I this it's just it's just sloppy all around. And I, I do I I'm I'm with you. I like to see Pastor Jim like and uh, they and they seem to keep Pastor Jim's character as. Again, I don't think we've seen him die like in the by, by the time this comic book is coming out or anything. Uh, but I, I like the fact that his whole deal is he can just talk to dead people. Like that's that seems to be mm-hmm. his his whole thing. He had an accident when he was young. Uh, he his- <laughs> yeah no his mom was insane. Putting those are his words. Uh, she I guess drove him off of a cliff. John is very familiar with that. You know, <laughs> he's taking him. Gonna put him in that car. You steal a car. You're gonna put him in the backseat. Put a brick on the pedal. cliff. <laughs> put a the pedal. You know, like flying off. Okay, um, so this guy, he's like, uh, I guess you know, they they say that. Uh, they say I've been <laughs> I've been told insanity is hereditary. That is a a father, whatever his name is, quote, Pastor Jim. Pastor Jim. Quote. Yeah, that's Pastor Jimism. If I haven't heard it, yeah, his mother was uh, the trash wasn't picked up one day, so her his mother killed tried to kill him and his brother by drowning them in a car, and only Pastor Jim escaped, and he escaped with the ability to see dead people. And yeah. he can he he can only do that because as as he was leaving the car as it was underwater he cut his arm, uh, sure. which I did I didn't even notice at first. And I was it took me three reads to pick up on what was happening in that in that art mm-hmm. because it's so messy. I just thought there was like a yeah. red line going everywhere. It doesn't look like blood at all. Uh, so now he has to like he has to cut his arm again so that he can see dead people. Yeah. And now that's exactly what he's going to do. But first we need to take a little detour where uh, uh some figure we don't know. Um, is just talking to the hellhound um, the that we saw dog? back. What, what did they call it? The sleuth dog? It looks, it, to me, it looks like, oh yeah, like, like a, a chuck rat or something stupid like that. A sulk, <laughs> maybe? I don't know. I don't this remember. stupid looking thing that looks like a cat, but it's a, it's a wolf. It's a tiny, like, precious little wolf, and it's skewered to death on some, uh, on a fence somewhere. Uh, and and once again, I'll see you in hell. Is what the voiceover says. But here. the implication it's just here back to Pastor Jim and the boys. Hold on, but the implication here is that whoever is controlling this this hellhound is making it jump onto some spikes to kill itself, right? Yeah, that's one hundred percent what's going on here. I mean, that's some hunter stuff, Chris. That's all I'm saying. That's that is hunter stuff. <laughs> hunter you, stuff. God, that, that's not apple. If, no apple pie. If a that's hunter, hunter saw that in the newspaper, he would think I need to do something about this. He go. That's hunter stuff. <laughs> He start going, uh, let's do that heavy breathing that hunters do. Uh, that's some hunter stuff. Um, yeah, back at the church, Pastor Jim is uh, performing magic. Um, as we know, roots run deep with hunters and the Winchesters. They do magic. Um, meanwhile, in season two, Dean is like, oh shit, I might have to kill my brother if he does magic. But like, everybody else we've ever met does it. Literally everybody else does magic, y'all. Come on, what, what are you talking about? And he tells... He tells John to, hey, stare at the statue of Jesus, all right? It's going to look like your wife in a little while. And no, I'm not talking about um, the hair. Just keep looking. It's gonna, you're going to see a ghost of your wife. It's going to be sweet. And then, yeah, he sees a ghost of his wife, and it's sweet. Yeah, and I actually kind of dig the, the art on this page. Um, it's, it's, it's not great, but it's, it's kind of stylized. And for once, the, the, style, yeah, the, yeah. the stylization doesn't just look completely lazy. It's Mary Winchester kind of descending from on high. And, you know, saying, like, hold me, John Winchester. 
unfortunately uh we only get a little bit of this and it's there's nothing there's no information exchanged he's just like i love you i why did you have to die and i'm like home dude you have to ask her who killed her that's that's what your entire purpose here like you should ask for information like what are you doing and she just says she just keeps saying look at me john look at me open your eyes look at me uh and he's i'll look at you forever mary he's like she's like you're missing the point and then she turns into the hell out (laughs) yeah so i guess the, the the idea here is that the whoever's controlling the hellhound had it sacrifice itself so that it could t- take over the dead ghost of Mary Winchester because they knew it was going to be summoned by Pastor Jim at this church at this exact same time. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I guess we know why that is because uh, spoilers, <laughs> but we'll come back <laughs> to that later. I, um, I hate this, Chris. <laughs> I hate this. It's so, so much. stupid. And then, they take out like they're like what was the dumbest shit that we've made up this whole time oh yeah the horn that like was left behind at the scene of the crime let's pull yes. that thing out again um this ancient artifact that sam or have never mentioned ever because it's a whole load of shit um and he just pulls out this horn and he's like oh, yeah there's numbers on here you keep saying horn I, is- I do want to say I, I mean just just in the interest of accuracy it is a tooth it is the hellhound's tooth oh it is a tooth you're right you're right you're right <laughs> But but that makes it even more ridiculous because when they find numbers hidden on the tooth, uh, I mean, uh, twenty-seven. Uh, that's how I imagine that John sounds in this. Of course, no, I'm I'm with you. Like he's just like he's like on the brink of a heart attack twenty-four-seven during this, right? Like he's just he's just uh, he's just like one cheeseburger away from a heart attack. Um, I I find this incredibly stupid that they find the number eleven twenty-seven. Do you remember when? Do you remember when Stephen King got hit by that van? And then he like finished yeah. the Dark Tower, and all of a sudden, everything yeah. in the Dark Tower revolved around the number nineteen, and it had literally never ever mm-hmm. done that before. That this feels yeah. like that. It feels and so it doesn't amount to anything either. Spoilers. Yeah, and also spoilers. Who who the fuck cares about nineteen? Uh, <laughs> this feels like that. It just it just it, like he's just like, oh yeah, I should look at this, and now it has eleven twenty. What is it? Eleven twenty seven. What is it? It's eleven twenty-seven, and he's like, "That was the time that Mary died." I was looking at the clock. What happened? <laughs> You're killing me, dude. <laughs> and then <laughs> Pastor Jim or whoever, whatever, whatever this fucking person is. Oh, it's uh, it's Roland. He is like, "Oh, those are coordinates." John's a corner somewhere. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing John Winchester via. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Vincent D'Onofrio who. Uh, played the alien and men in black because that's the that's the, <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm picturing yeah, yeah, yeah. that dude like every time you make that voice i'm picturing john winchester just shuffling around pretending to be a human man <laughs> i think it's like kind of my, my batman impression <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a, <laughs> um so yeah john winchester was like god oh, those are coordinates because they're spaced differently and then before we like go anywhere with that he says, well, he's, well, whatever it adds up to, I know one thing. My wife is gone forever. Um, and we move on to the next panel, which is back to 1977. John pursuing this woman through the woods. And she's like, you'll never catch me. He's like, I'm faster than you remember. And then we get the best panel in all of this whole thing. It's just fucking John Winchester, full sprint, tearing his own shirt off, bare chested, just like, what's up? I'm here. Um, and, then, and then he touches her butt. And then they have <laughs> yeah, sex the, in the woods. They, they they have sex in the woods, and it's not uh, it's not shown. Thankfully, we don't have to worry about any kind of nipple action on this. Yeah, but, oh, I guess actually um, it is it is kind of shown, and it's like shrouded and. Well, yeah, shadows. but they're in silhouette. It's fine. But uh, but but Chris, um, but Mr. Butt Jam, mm-hmm. 
there's mm-hmm. there's a third party to this this little this little tryst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's little little cute hellhound guy or little sulk, whatever his name is, salt and pepper. So, um, so the the hellhound has been stalking John and Mary and watching them fuck for at least the last five or six years. Yeah. So are we to believe that like at this point, just like okay, the hellhound just like works for Azazel? We can just like clearly establish that because Azazel was the only person who was interested in any of these people whatsoever. Um, That's where I was. Or thinking, did they just? But- they just haven't written the backstory where like mary made that deal to bring john back to life and then like accidentally traded sam for it you know well because that doesn't happen until season four and i think this was coming out around season three right like i think that was yeah 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 so i don't think that they had any of that information on hand so like they're just making up all of this shit it's actually kind of astounding to me that they allowed this to happen (laughs) like that like eric kripke didn't just check in and be like uh no I wonder if they're like, oh, hellhounds are going to be coming up this season because it's season three. So why don't you try to incorporate a hellhound? <laughs> they just made it totally different. And they didn't they didn't bother telling them like, OK, this is our idea for a hellhound. This is like they're going to be invisible. Yeah. You're never going to see them because we're poor. <laughs> we can't afford yeah. to do a hellhound. Uh, yeah, that's that's not good. So John and, John and Mary uh, have sex in the woods while they're being watched by uh, Shushka the dog because we can't really think of any other names for this hellhound. No. And then in the modern day, we go back to the old West town, Tempe, Arizona, (laughs) to meet our boy Fletch, uh, a.k.a. Fletcher. This is is issue number five. We're on to the next issue. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I I did jump ahead of issue. (laughs) Oh, I want to talk about the cover, though, because the cover is kind of dope. Like, I love this, like, montage. This one's dope. This one's for sure dope. 80s like 80s um, metal album cover of just a bunch of shit like yeah, there's a chick on yeah. fire there's some cool like symbols like symbols in the background yeah there's a hellhound yeah. with just open mouth teeth there's actually a picture of jeffrey mm-hmm. dean morgan looking like jeffrey yeah, dean morgan looking, does looking 80s handsome <laughs> yep absolutely there's cold blue eyes and, the blue steel and, looking the straight at you. and the apollo fucking a yeah so and then then it's a on great the looking cover tr- trash mountain again so yeah back, yeah, back to so then we go back yeah like you said Back to Tempe, Arizona, where um, John came here with Missouri in in the first issue to kind of like get some hunter hunter stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, leaving the to, apple to, to learn a fact behind. about hellhounds, which is that some and, there is one in a graveyard uh, off of the one hundred and one in California. That was the, that was all of the hunter stuff yes. that we got. Uh, and I love that they they come back, and this man. Fletcher here, whatever his name is, is the only person in this entire comic book series who's got the good sense to say, uh, where are the kids? <laughs> where are Sam and John? Like, you always get this many questions this early in the morning. <laughs> where are Sam and Dean? Uh, but that's okay because we, we see a cliff called logic and we're just about to leap over that motherfucker. Right. What is this, Chris? But jam. He's like, listen, we've got we've got some we've got some clues. We've got some clues we need to investigate. Uh and Fletch is like, ah yes, let me just peek at this uh tooth with my binoculars here, with my hunter stuff. And uh he figures out the 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 time he's like one, one, two, seven, the time of two separate deaths and a physical engraving on the killer's tooth. It's almost like a signature or branding, like it's all about the hellhound itself. It may have nothing to do with location. Or maybe it has something to do with both. They were like, we don't really know where we want to lead with this story. Also, spoilers, has nothing to do with the fucking Hellhound. A Hellhound didn't kill Mary Winchester. <laughs> Hellhound did not kill Mary Winchester. <laughs> but just like we, I mean, this is, this is classic Supernatural here where they're just like, I've done some research. Here's a map that I can pull out. Boom. That's where you're going. 
and then they find oh yeah we find out that the place that they're going to is uh the four corners which is a um actual place it's a apparently according to this it's a legendary location in american <laughs> mythology the singular unique intersection of four states borderlines that come together in one place utah colorado arizona and new mexico and a popular reference point for strange phenomenon that some say extends into the supernatural. This is at least a cool concept. I'm sure that's based on some real stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm it, into it, this de- It's idea. definitely based on real states. I can confirm <laughs> yeah, those are real states. states. do exist. Uh, absolutely do exist. I, I feel like the, we, we jumped over, like the way they get from 1127 to the four corners is by via a graveyard map that a hunter mm-hmm. that tri- or that a hunter confiscated from a dude who was trying to live forever by stealing organs or something. Yeah. Like no sweat. What are these, what are these leaps in logic, Chris? <laughs> these are going know. all over the place. I don't know what's happening in this. It's not. So let's great. go to, let's go to the next panel where there's Hell a photo yeah. of you and I, there's a photo of you Just and I chilling, um, chilling in the back roads, having some buds, buds and having bruise, some buds, like drinking on it. a on a dark road. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I just want to read some of the dialogue here. It goes, uh, "Throw me another beer, crud pie. Throw. I'm right next to you, imbecile. Besides, you're my designated driver, meat lick. You should have told me that seven beers ago, butt champ. <laughs> I don't even have a comeback for that. And then Jesus, look out! And they hit a dog in the road, and it's very sad." Yeah, they they keep talking about how much beer they've been drinking. Like this dude is like, you forced me to have my eleventh beer, and I'm like, homie, okay, if you have a beer and you you want to drive on a road, like I, I'm not really I, like okay, like I get it, like I you, you know you can probably make it home okay, and I'm not gonna like be that dude or anything. You shouldn't. You should take an Uber or whatever. But if you're like twelve beers deep, what are you doing? Like what 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 are you actually doing? Hey, throw me another beer, crud pot. I hate these guys, and I love these guys. These are actually maybe my favorite characters in these books, Chris. But Jam and oh, Meat for sure. Here. They have like distinguishing features. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, like the one dude with the glasses, like has like strong cheekbones. And the other dude has like long metal hair. So you're like, oh, I know who these guys are. Um, but they get eaten by the hellhound at the next page. <laughs> True. Do you think this is the writer and the artist like inserting themselves into this bit of fan fiction? It's very possible. It's like very like when possible. like when Witcher meets that dude from Boston. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh also i just want to just before we leave we get we get one more nickname from these guys which is uh one of them calls the other one man wagon which man wagon that's good i don't even know what it means i don't but it's it's probably it's probably homophobic but we're not going to use it in that way and we're just going to enjoy it yeah 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 like a man wagon to me is just a wagon full of man i guess i don't know just a just a big old boy we could go the Clive Barker route and like have a a wagon just literally made out of parts of men like that seems pretty like scary yeah that's yeah great yeah great it's good stuff either way for no other reason than these dudes like hit a dog on the back highway because they were drinking and driving the hellhound comes and kills both of them for no other reason yep. these guys are not important nope. it never comes up again nope. this is just Doesn't. two pages in this comic book that just shouldn't exist because it has nothing to do yep. with anything they needed a segue to um this place i guess because now we're now we're back to john winchester and his uh, still nameless hunter friend um as they come to hope colorado when it of course like the sign on the the thing it says you know hope colorado but they've it's crossed out colorado and written abandoned so welcome to hope abandoned 
so fucking stupid i thought that was like population abandoned is what they were going Mm -hmm. for there but i actually really like the idea oh maybe maybe. they named the state to like (laughs) let's just change the name of the state to abandoned like i'm i live i live in tell your ride abandoned zip code seven two three four five i think that you're definitely right but it's still funny to me to just imagine some like edgy teens going out there and like scratching out colorado and running abandoned and everybody's like no we'll just leave that but like no, the population thing definitely checks out. Um, and then they just drive to like the local fucking lore stop, and they're like, "Hey, you guys, <laughs> you guys selling any lore today?" And this dusty old man is like, "Well, we ain't got none of that, but uh, everyone around here goes off to the four in." I'm like four four in. <laughs> I'm sorry, listener. I feel like I have a lot of energy coming out right now, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in love with this, Chris. You were you were fully inhabiting this comic book, like you were bringing this energy to life. I, you were bringing this comic book oh. to life, and I, I am really into it. I I this old man. See, I, I, it's so strange and it's so weird because it it seems like it could go to a, like a needful things direction where this dude is going to mm-hmm, try to mm-hmm. sell him some like like some sunglasses where they can see through Elvis's eyes or some bullshit like that. Yeah, but he's going to sell him like a cursed tomahawk or something. But no, yeah, yeah, like every time you chop some wood with this, uh, an angel dies. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's, Dean. It's, it's the worst. But no, it's not that. He just tells him about the stupid inn, and it's when we say four inn, it's F O R E, so it's not even about the four corners. Uh, Which they make that reference in the next the four in, huh? Wonder where it gets its name from the four corners. Obviously, old tourist joint, most likely. Yeah, but the spellings. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do the reading again. Yeah, the spellings off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and um, and listeners, if and you the guy said the locals are scared off by its deeper meaning, no one even tries to get to it anymore. The foreign of the letters, think about it. Maybe a coincidence. But mix them around and it's the Inferno. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And mm-hmm. if you thought that this this comic book was going off the rails before, uh, prepare for like your Ugh. baby's first dream sequence or whatever the fuck Ugh. this is. Like this is this yeah. this is like I've I've seen comic books do this. Uh Lucifer has done this a lot. Sandman was really really good at this. Like in the in the hands of a skilled professional this can be really cool where you have weird reality kind of overlapping and slipping away and one person or two people or a group of people having to, you know, go through these hurdles in order to accomplish their goal and you know just being single-minded about it and you know, going just winning the day basically, or like getting through to to wherever they were going despite the odds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was not a horse whinnying. That was John. I was Winchester. about to say yes. John Winchester is, is right now riding a horse and now also imitating <laughs> the horse and talking to the horse in horse language. Uh, the first time that something is wrong is as they're driving in, they uh, they see a, a, like a tree falling over, and then they in the middle of the street they see Sam and Dean or. Maybe Sam and Dean. <laughs> they call them Sam and Dean because yeah. they don't look anything like yeah. Sam and Dean. Or John is just like, <laughs> and well, that was him saying Dean as he fucking nails them with the car. Nails both his um young son, who's what four or five um years old at this point, and then his fucking infant baby. But he just goes, Dean, just to, goes to show which one that he really loves. Yeah, uh, and this is the only this is the only time. Infant Sam, not worried about infant no, Sam no. at all. Because you could you could maybe hit a like a toddler with a car, sideswipe them. They've have they have enough bones at this point that they're pro- like they're. Pro- I mean, they're, it's not going to look good, but there's a chance that they'll be okay and that they'll survive it. But a fucking infant baby, you hit them with a sixty-seven Impala. 
that that baby's it's gone. I guess that's why he didn't even bother calling out its name. Um, but this is the only concern John has ever shown for his children. And he gets out of the car, and it's just a bunch of dead boars. And he's like, "Oh fuck it, who cares? Let's leave." <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about that as long as it wasn't Sam and Dean. Bye. Let's get back in the car and yeah. leave because that's and then that's they what just we're are like they, that, that's exactly what they do. They get back in the car after seeing this strange thing. He thought he saw his sons in the road. He thought he hit them with his car. But no, it's just a bunch of dead animals instead. I guess it was just a trick of the lightning. Um, and then they're driving up the highway, and it's just, there's a fucking avalanche or something, and the road is blocked by rocks. So they're like, well, I guess we gotta hoof it. That's hunter stuff, hiking. <laughs> yeah, and this dude is literally gonna bring, uh, I, I don't remember what you call it, but it looks like the other end of a grappling hook, like that, that hook on the end of a rope that you can, like, climb up a mountain yeah. with. Like, he's gonna show up with one of those later. Like, that's total hunter stuff right there, Chris. I love that. Oh, absolutely. I love that, but, also, this guy, I don't know if we've really described him other than the fact that he looks like Roland from the Dark Tower, but he he's wearing, like, bandoliers. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I don't he's know got, if they have bullets on them, but... <laughs> I, I, I talked about that in the in the first episode where we're covering this, because I thought it was so fucking ridiculous that you would walk around with a bandolier on your chest 24-7. Like, I don't care what... I don't If, if you're in, like nowhereville texas like with the gun laws being as, as lax as they are like they would probably stop and look at you a little bit going like do you, do you need like 49 <laughs> rounds of ammunition across your chest homie <laughs> like what are you doing do you know that the spanish-american war ended over a hundred years ago <laughs> the uh the the line here too uh when they when they find out like they're gonna have to stop and he says like oh yeah we're gonna have to go the rest of the way on on foot he says go to plan now we go to plan b load yourself on gear out of the trunk mm. <laughs> just load mm-hmm. yourself on gear chris you know you know you know how people just load do. yourself on gear you know yeah, load get yourself all on geared gear, up dog. on the weekend with your bros geared up for the weekend um, <laughs> <laughs> so he so john gets get loaded up on gear um i don't know it quite what the drug reference is there but i do know that it is one uh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it's just in in a few moments we're going to see john winchester show more care and concern um, for a stranger whose name we don't know yet. And I'm sure John at this point hasn't bothered to ask because it's Hunter stuff. Um, he's going to show more care and concern for this man than he has for his his two sons in this entire uh, series. So uh, the boys, uh, the men here are, are hoofing it on foot and they get to an old rickety bridge. And sure enough, Roland, uh, nameless Hunter man, he steps through uh, a broken board and he falls from the bridge and John just being like, don't let go. I'll get you back up. Just, just don't let go. He's fucking rose at the end of the Titanic, holding out for this man to be like, don't let go. I got you. It's going to be okay. And um, he it's not okay. And Roland, uh, nameless hunter man, he, he falls from the bridge a very far away. It's a very evocative scene here. He, as he splashes into the river and John's like, no, sorry. Oh, he took a hard fall. He'd be dead by now, but I just, I just have to go and get him. I just have to go find him. And so John like <laughs> recklessly runs down the side of this cliff and then dives heroically into this raging river uh, and is able to pull his nameless hunter friend up, even though there's like zombie people swimming up all of a sudden. And it's like this underwater horror scene. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean when the moonlight shows it's on exactly, the pirates it's walk. It's exactly <laughs> like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it's 100% Pirates of the Caribbean. It, like they have their eyes sewn and their mouth sewn shut. And like John sees this and is like, oh, there they are. They're, they're my friend is right in between all of these weird zombie creatures and just ignores it altogether. Like John is so fucking just, just stoic through this. Like nothing bothers him whatsoever. Like he's a tired old hunter guy now. And this is where it's like, oh, I just acted on instinct. Like it's later, later on that it's just like cut to later, and his and his friend is just like, you you saved my ass back there. 
It's like thanks. Yeah. It's clearly it's clearly later in the day. It's different lighting. It is I mean, clearly later in the day. <laughs> nobody's <laughs> dripping wet either. I just want to say that. And now he's just like, you saved my ass back there. Looks like I do after all the fun and good times we've had since I met you. Um and it's just he acted on instinct, just like Mary acted on instinct that one time she saved him from a river. I I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I but don't This is my favorite scene in the the entire thing, I'll have to post a, a, a screenshot of this or something when we release this episode. Um, because they're just like, they're walking into town. They're looking for the four in. Um, to reiterate again, that's an anagram for the Inferno. Uh, so they, they stop by this graveyard and, and John says, there, that tomb. And the hunter guy says, like, something's inside. And John goes, whatever's in there is dead. <laughs> well, yeah, John. Yeah, but that's it's what they a call tomb. a tomb. <laughs> My dude. Um, <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, they, they walk over to go open it, and John says, last time I was this close to a tomb, you saved me from a hellhound attack. Think I'll be more careful this time, and it's the best thing ever. Because the next scene, the next panel, is just the hunter guy being like, <laughs> like, thrown back, because this, the tomb the, is just on fire now. The picture of this dude, like, who's, who's like, jumping back with his arms ahead of him with at a 90 degree like his 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 upper arms are are straight down or no excuse me straight out and then his his lower arms are straight like they're out from his shoulders and then straight ahead of him like he, it's just a perfect 90 degree angle like nobody has ever fallen like this before dude like what he are looks you like doing he's going up for a big hug you know when like when you're playing video games and like you get a, like a weird glitch and all of a sudden the characters go into that weird t-pose like they, with the, like where they, yeah. you know, because they're not being animated anymore for whatever reason. That's what this dude looks like. He just looks like he's like just frozen in the middle of of an of, of a weird animation. Oh, it's amazing. Um, it's, and at this point that. in the, <laughs> it's, at this point in the graphic that. novel, I um I had no I have no idea what they're doing anymore. Uh, they're following clues from a tooth that John found at his house, I guess. Um, but then yeah, they're in this graveyard, and then all after this hilarious scene. Where it's like, oh, gotcha, you stupid idiot. Um, then all of the tombs start burning, which would be an evocative thing if it didn't just look like somebody <laughs> drew orange spikes on everything. And it'd, it'd also be a little bit more interesting <laughs> if it lasted more than two fucking panels. Like, we get two panels of the tombs being on fire and somebody saying, let me out. And then it's yeah. just like, okay, we're past that. Now here's some, like, dead people in trees or something. Yeah. Like, it's just such a, it's oh. like throwing everything against the fucking wall to see what's going to work. I like what is happening right now, Chris. Like, is this a journey that 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 John Winchester has to go on to accomplish something? What are we What are we fucking doing in this in this issue of, of this comic book? I truly do not know. <laughs> so uh, they they find some trees and like some people killed themselves. And when I think John asks like why, it's like oh it's it's not about them. It's about this place. There's death everywhere. Like, okay, thanks, Uncle okay, Hunter sure, guy. Man. Like, what, what, what are you talking oh, about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, man. It's I, a, um, I just, I just. Uh... So yeah, they just go. They go. Just this like trap. It's like D and D trap set up everywhere, but they just have to keep avoiding them. He pulls out his grappling hook. Also, he's just blasting with the shotgun. Oh, he's just there was just some wolves. There was some wolves yeah, yeah. in the woods. There's like some hyenas or some shit fire. in the woods. I, don't, I, I can't tell. Yeah, Are hyenas. they hyenas? Are they wolves? Are they little kittens? Definitely hyenas because that's way fucking dumber than whatever <laughs> Let's else. Let's just say that there's hyenas, right? There's fucking hyenas. Um, uh, yeah, so they, oh, they, they come dogs because John says, hate to say it, but rabbit dogs are the least of our problems. Get all over the lists. <laughs> 
<laughs> John Winchester is killing me, dude. I can't help it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, then the um, when he says, you know, get all of this, it's the there's just no more road. It's like Silent Hill, where it like runs off into a a giant like chasm, except it's just like runs into a mountain. Um, good thing I brought my hunter stuff, says the hunter as he hooks his hunter grappling hook up. And they just um, they yeah, they climb over a mountain. I guess they just do some brief mountain climbing for two panels three panels mm-hmm. and then they're just on the other side and it says stay at the four in just ahead uh, and now and now everything's frozen because we haven't done an ice thing yet like we have yeah. to have an ice level no, yeah, I'm, surprised we ice. Had, I'm surprised there wasn't a sewer level at some point that we had to go through or like an everything <laughs> yeah. or an everything is big and i'm small level right like i have to go across this <laughs> desk this normal everyday desk but i'm very tiny uh there's there's more like non-human looking zombies like it's frozen in the floor and john's just like whatever let's just go <laughs> i don't care yeah and then and, uh then they come upon the four in mm-hmm. uh, let me remind you once again that that is an anagram for the inferno just to just clear that up for everybody that, d- that does not matter whatsoever like what no in what world have we ever cared about the inferno in supernatural no. man like what they what here I, I, I mean like but like it's never even i don't know that I, they've ever said the word inferno on supernatural and we've covered what like six and a half or at least six seasons but like six yeah. and a half seasons now i, I just oh man this is so like it's just so wrong-headed from the beginning anyway they show up and the the one-toothed hellhound is there and john is immediately like you killed my wife or, excuse me chris please <laughs> give me your gun <laughs> i'll uh, kill you this time you'll start on and then we, I'm just reading like, what it says on the page. Yeah, that's literally like he, he's not making up dialogue listeners. Like he is reading what is on the page. Uh, he's leaning into the character a lot, which I, I appreciate, but that's definitely dialogue on the page. And then and what is like, has to be the world's most obvious twist ever. It turns out that uh, before, wait, before you spill the beads, could I just oh, say, so he, sure. He runs at this, at this dog who's, who's attacking him. And, um, there, there is a, a full panel scene, or a, a um, it's not full, doesn't matter. The wolf, the hellhound, is jumping through the air, and John Le- Winchester is leaning back just enough to make sure that he is firing his shotgun clear over that thing's head. Um, he's giving it as much room as he possibly can, and he hasn't been struck yet, so he just completely misses, and then, oh no, the other shoe drops. Tell him, tell him what the beast, other, what's in the other shoe, Jeremy. This beast doesn't work for anyone inside the four in. He works for me, no. says Uncle Hunter. And we are treated to a full page dun, spread dun, dun. of Uncle Hunter in his dark blue and with his bandoliers and his one-toothed hellhound. And yeah, like you could not see that coming from a zillion fucking miles away because, right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and this is our last issue we're going to go into. Uh, again, we have kind of yep. a cool cover here. I'm I'm very interested in the fact that uh, there's a coin that just says the word Adam on it because yeah. that's just funny to me. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, right? So, like it just well, says yeah, Adam because Adam just get tossed into hell, but he didn't even exist yet. Here, I, I mean, it's 1983. Like, it, I mean, he wasn't even itching his dad's John- pants at this point. <laughs> John didn't have time to forget about his other son yet because he had already forgotten about his first two sons. <laughs> he didn't have time to forget about his two sons enough so that he could go have sex with another woman and then take that child yeah. to a baseball game. Yeah. So this is going to be excellent because now we're like, we're back. And literally the first words of this is surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and John be like, what the hell's going on? 
Um, and these dudes just like what? <laughs> I just I just want to say like all of this dude's dialogue is the shittiest stuff I have ever read. Like this is the conclusion of it. Like you would think that you would get, I don't need to be, I don't need to have an ending to this story. Like the, the, the show is going to give that no. to me, but I need to have something that keeps John hunting. And this dude's entire dialogue from what we're going to see him. And we're going to do, we're going to get a little dialogue. Now we're going to go through a real lengthy bullshit dream sequence again. And then we're going to get a little dialogue at the end. But all of it is like riddles and enigmas and just like, it, uh, like it's like someone trying to sell me a crystal because it's going to make me feel better about my life. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like so, somebody just handed me a book and it was like, if you just wish things in the world, it'll happen. If you wish hard enough, like fuck you, homie. Like I, I have a job. I'm gonna go buy the shit that I want <laughs> in the world. I don't need to wish, but that's what this dude is. Like all of his dialogue is just the cheesiest stuff in the world. I was a stranger to you, John. So why'd you follow me blindly into the unknown? Look back for a moment. We dumped your uncle's body into a <laughs> lake by moonlight. You didn't even know my name. <laughs> which you dropped point. your kids off about a thousand miles from here so we can follow the inscription on a tooth i love how it's just uncle hunter pointing out how fucking stupid the plot of these comics are oh man uh john points his shotgun at this dude the hellhound knocks it knocks him down and you killed my wife you saw the best time to die because he's had a hundred chances to kill John since they've been partnered up for the last five issues. The dude just basically says like, Hey, I didn't kill your wife. I know who did. I don't know all of them. I do some, I know some of the players involved. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, like, I'm just going to keep hiding stuff from you. It's like, I'm watching like season six of lost. Like, just, just tell me the thing or, or like go or just leave. Just stop making the show. If you're going to do this. Yeah. He's like, Hey, you're going to find all the answers to all your questions. If you come inside the four in. And then he says, adios. Cause he's, cause now he's Mexican. He's, I mean, yeah. we never, we never knew that before. <laughs> or is he just doing like a, like a Terminator thing? Did Terminator come around? He's just being, in, in he's just being a cool guy. He's just, oh, is that what cool guys do in 1983? Is just yeah, say for sure, a lot. for sure. Uh, so yeah, um, he walks into the four end. John follows, and of course, it's just a bunch of bullshit. I don't even know, like, like a room a with eight bullshit. doors. Yeah, like all of this is so fucking stupid. And there's clocks uh, ringing and and yeah, there, there's a room with like, a bunch of like doors chiming. He he chooses one. There's a room, a room with a bunch of clocks that's all going off. They're all eleven twenty seven, maybe. I don't know. I didn't look that hard. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look now. They're all eleven twenty seven. Yeah, we're right. They're so all, yeah, ooh, whatever. Consistency. And then he's I like, like, all right, that, better. I, this I do is like that this page. Better go through a door. <laughs> I do like that this page just has the word dong written on it a thousand times because that's the sound. It's got the word dong written on it hundreds of times. But uh, I, I, but also I don't know if you know this, but dong is another word for penis, and I find penis is funny. Ah, so, yes, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. of course. Wanted you to, wanted um, you to catch up. Yeah, with he me. opens he opens a dong door, and then he's just like in an underwater car, and he has to kick out of it, and it's just like let's just keep doing bad dream stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, and then he opens this guy <laughs> I met one time told me this story, so now I have to live through it at the end, because that's how dreams work, I guess. Yeah. Then he gets pulled out funny enough by the guy that he pushed in in, in, in a <laughs> car uh, in the water uh, and jacob is like you put me in that car uh, you drove me <laughs> you drove me to the club you pushed you me over the edge uh, and he's just like you son of a bitch and john's like listen you're not australia and jacob just beats the snot out of john for a minute which and is john deserved. wakes up he wakes up sitting uh in his living room back at his old house um, as we have seen in the cold open of uh, episode one of Supernatural, where uh, John hears Mary upstairs, whatever, he's sitting there watching TV. Um, and uh, he goes, not again, I'm going to save her this time. And he runs upstairs and he kicks the door in 
And um, she, and he finds Mary Winchester room. on the ceiling, right? That he sees the classic no. scene that we're all that we're all expecting to see, which is Mary Winchester on fire on the ceiling, right? That's what we see. Yep. No. Um, he says, "Sam gone," and I think that might be the first time he's addressed Sam as a as an individual. <laughs> in the um, it's not. I mean, hey, it's not that different it's from season true. seven. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> and then he goes, "Mary, oh my god!" And they wrote, "Oh my god" as one word, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. And he looks up, and who does he see? Who does he see burning on the ceiling? Himself, Jeremy. Himself. himself. John Winchester with his tucked in button down shirt, <laughs> with his dad pants, yeah. <laughs> just burning yeah. on the ceiling. This, this the is- outfit it really because you know when that that scene is so evocative because she's wearing like the white nightgown and you yeah, it's that's, that's a very evocative kind of the way that they dressed her. It's very specific. It's like they wanted her to look a certain way, and then when you see it in this, and this dude's <laughs> just got his shirt, in shirt, his shirt tucked in, dog, and he's got his <laughs> shoes on. Like it's just like what you're missing the point. What are you doing? <laughs> Like He's a pocket, shoes on. his his pocket is on the wrong side of his shirt. Chris, what's the last time you wore a button-down shirt oh with a pocket God, on pocket the right? <laughs> this is baloney, man. This is trash. Uh, this is bad. And then John comes to the conclusion of, oh, this. This isn't me. The whole thing. It's a horrible dream. A horrible, beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Whatever that album's called. A dark fantasy yep. that he is putting mm-hmm. in my mind. None of it is real. None of it. Is real. <laughs> And then he realizes that he's on fire, and he's like, "The heat! <laughs> I'm gonna go!" And he jumps, and he out, jumps the window, out the window, and he winds up in a cemetery. And it, oh shit! Oh, <laughs> his his the, this whole spiel, by the way, is just some of the worst John Winchester stuff I've ever read in my entire oh, life. Yeah. Please, please, can you yeah. give us just a, a brief reading of this? Because wow. <sighs> okay, none of this can be real, of course. Then again, my reality is only what's stolen from me. I'm left in a world that's turned upside down. Monsters, creatures from hell, evil things, I've seen them. I'm part of their world now. And they've become part of mine. Who's to say this is any less real? But the question right now is, where am I? Yeah, this no is... No concern for his children yet. No concern until he see, looks up and he sees oh, wait, the graves. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's to say that my children are dead? Well, you wouldn't know, John, because you haven't seen them in probably months. They're, they are they are very young children. Their mother died, and they needed you, John. You, you know what he's got bitch. in that? Uh, do you know what he's got in that 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 pocket that's on the wrong side of his shirt? He's yeah, got yeah, Dean's high school right graduation. Invi- his his Dean's high school graduation invitation <laughs> is what he's got right there. He's been gone all a while. He's been gone for eighteen years. <laughs> so this is this is great. So he says he sees you know he's still in his like dream sequence. He's at a graveyard. He sees Dean Winchester, R.I.P. Sam Winchester, R.I.P. Who's to say that, that my children are dead? Maybe now, maybe one day. That can't be seen yet. Does it depend on me? Or is it simply me who's next? And then Hunter guy's back. End of the line, John. And he just bashes him over the back of the head with a shovel. And then <sighs> they're on top of a roof. And they're going to have a talk. Yeah, this is... Except, the, except you Uncle guys, Hunter is not really going to tell him anything. <laughs> the listeners know that we talk about uh, Dark Souls a lot, like video games and stuff. If you've ever mm-hmm. played the the first Dark Souls game, the um, area where you fight the Bell Gargoyles, that is where uh, they are. This is specifically yeah, they, they were tele- they were teleported to the undead parish, the undead church. <laughs> I, uh, um, I the only thing that is saving me in this in these last couple of panels and this last couple of pages, I mean, are, is the uh, fact that every time they show the Hellhound, they definitely show it with just having one tooth. And I love the look of this Hellhound with one tooth. I don't know why it's so goofy and so, so dumb. But just, he's adorable. 
He looks so good. I want hanging out of his mouth. I just want to pet it. Come in my bed. Come, come lay it's down. So cute. I want some cuddles, Hellhound. Come on. Come here, buddy. Come here. Um, and he just is like, I'm not a demon. Um, and you're a hunter now. And that's it. That's this whole conversation. Yeah. This used to be a hunter, a man just like you, just a body now. But you haven't earned the right for more. You haven't covered your face in the blood of the beast, John. To know is to become, and to become is to know. Please save me from this bullshit. I just that I mean that's not Hunter. That was yeah. Jeremy there. That was what they're trying to communicate here is like, that. yeah, he's not just saying like, oh, you're on a on a path of revenge. He's just saying you live in a different world now. Uh, you're a different man now than you were before. Your life is different. Everything that you see is different. You have stepped from one realm into the other. Um, except they do they don't communicate that very well. Um, I was about to say that's the first time hearing of this, and I've read this comic book three times. <laughs> and John, John is like, "Who killed my wife?" And he goes, "Does it really matter?" Like, yeah, it fucking yeah, matters. homie, it kind of does. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, this hellhound this. didn't. This hellhound didn't have anything to do with it. I was just using it to drag you along for some reason, so that I could set up Supernatural, the television show." Yeah, I don't understand any of this. He says he's not a demon, uh, and then he basically acts like a demon the entire time. Uh, he says that like his his hellhound isn't really a hellhound, but it's you know it's just an unnameable thing out there. And then he goes into this this whole spiel about a hunter reaches into the flesh and blood, the dirt, the filth, and the grimy scum that these things are really made of. They become a part of this world. They come to understand it and even live with it, and then they kill whenever they need to and whenever they can. Like, what do you think a hunter is, man? Like, what the fuck is yeah, going on I, here? I don't know. It's some getting some deep shit. On the next page, he says, we need you out there, John. You and your boys. And John is like, who? Who? <laughs> um, Adam? What? But he Adam? says, <laughs> hunting, training, becoming who you were meant to be. Drowning yourself on a bar stool back in Kansas does yourself no good. And it certainly doesn't work for us. Mary's death lit your match. We just needed to give you a your fury a little focus the question is knowing what you know now what will you do do you turn your back on what you've seen and go live a quiet life with the boys knowing i'm out here somewhere and a thousand other things that could be worse can you i sorry i didn't read that very well but you guys get the idea uh and john goes what do you want for me i already have it no more games and then john punches him in the face and he gets, says he this just says goodbye john winchester as he falls into a uh and he falls into the grand canyon this is and so then it's the funniest funny. picture of John Winchester, um, macho, walking away from the burning four in. And it, the way that he shattered it looks like he has a huge handlebar mustache. It, it looks like he has a huge handlebar mustache. It also looks that he's about, looks like he's about four foot three. Like, I don't know why, he's, but it looks like he's incredibly short. And, and like, I got nothing yeah, against him. He makes Wolverine short, look tall. Yeah, he's, he's, he's looking up to, to old Logan at this point. I don't know. Is the implication here that he went to this mythical inn to like find himself and to become a hunter and then burned it down. And now he's leaving. Like, is that what, I, is that what I'm supposed well, yeah, to take from this? Even in the darkness, I got to find the light where I can. And this is on the next page where he's like, Oh shit, I have kids. Except he doesn't find the light with them. He just makes their lives miserable. But, but the last thing we, we just, we have all of that, all of that nonsense that we didn't really explain very well because who cares? It was all dream sequence basically. Mm-hmm. And then he just burns down the foreign and he drives back and he picks up his kids um and he says to dean like hey did you take good care of your brother while i was gone he's like yeah dad um he's definitely in that uh, high-pitched voice and then dad, he, goes, uh, go? he depends on you <laughs> he depends on you <laughs> you know like i do yeah uh dad where'd you go <laughs> far away 
Enough for me to know. I need my boys by my side from now on. Now, come on. Let's get out of here. I don't know. I was really turning into the Joker. I feel like it's the end of that. <laughs> it, it, they it, have to end it with. <laughs> they have to end it with a signature line. We've got work to do. We've got work to do. I uh. So, just to just to sum up these six issues of comic books, we we knew a lot of this. We knew that Mary was going to die, and we knew that John was going to be left with the kids. We did not know that he would immediately fall into like a rough and tumble g- group of hunters. One of which was possibly a demon pretending to be John's friend who helped him kill his wife's brother. Um, and then, and I, I guess went on a quest to of revenge, but didn't, Yeah, I don't know what, what did we just he, read? He accomplished nothing. Story? He accomplished literally nothing, but cause he, he picks up his kids and then he's like, we got work to do, but it's not like he found out like a mystical, talent for babysitting right like he's he's like if he's gonna go in this life like he he just saw like it's is he gonna drag his kids to the foreign like the foreign part two <laughs> you know what i'm know. saying what is this dude's like logic here i really thought that this was going to establish something but i guess maybe like throughout this they're like oh shit like we don't really have like a ton of room to play around with like the canon here so we need to kind of just have him go on more of a spiritual journey than anything plot relevant <laughs> Yeah, do you think the do you think as 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 our Patreon grows, we have we have reward structures in there for for doing additional comic books, and there's like four or five of these series before I think they eventually just gave up. Do you think that they'll get better with age? Um, I don't I don't believe that that's that's possible. Do you but, don't think um, it is? Yeah, I mean, just having yeah, well, Sam you know, Dean would go a long way for it being a yeah. better for me. You know what I'm saying? Because we got like the little one-off chapter before with like little little Sam, little Dean, and that was a nice little like splash. I really thought mm-hmm. that this was going to be a story following some of their early hunts. That's all I could I would even need if we had a six issues about him hunting down uh, a Wendigo or a, a fucking ghost, and then it like flashes back to like the boys struggling with their situation and Dean trying to like raise Sam without his dad. You know the, the kind of things that we're familiar with from the show i'd be i'd be cool with that seeing uh, john winchester torn between hunting and trying to be a father i'm cool with that but this is just some nonsense this is absolute nonsense i'd love to see and i get uh, because it's it's playing with such a vital part of the story that like clearly like they couldn't they couldn't really hammer anything in you know they couldn't set anything in stone but like they didn't even bother like they didn't even like bother to get it right even then like you could tell like nope. nobody gave a shit about it. it was like hey just draw it no you don't have to finish that wall with the bricks just like draw some lines on it or whatever and what people just assume that the rest of it is brick uh but they didn't yeah. even get like all of the details that they were going to do right so like what was the fucking point of any of this besides just you know <clears throat> to make you know three dollars an issue or whatever whatever it cost when it came out i man like i just I would lo- so much love to see a series of comic books where it's just one-off adventures of my boys in a haunted house or a haunted hotel or taken down or whatever, like without any of the metafiction involved. Like I don't need the metafiction and like this, this extra material, right? Like I don't yeah. need, I don't need them solving the mysteries of the world. I don't need them, uh, you know, I mean, I guess fighting the Leviathans, but like, I don't need them stopping the apocalypse. Like, like I could just see it, like uh, just do the thing that the show does every once in a while, which is like, Hey, shouldn't we be fixing that apocalypse thing? And Dean's like, "Nah, bro, we gotta, we gotta just get down to brass tactics. We gotta get down, we gotta ground ourselves a little bit. So let's, 
let's hunt a werewolf. <laughs> and like, I just yeah, let's tell go a hunt a mermaid story. or something. Yeah, let's go hunt a mermaid. That sounds great. Let's all, all taking scuba <laughs> scuba diving lessons and shit. Like, there's a lot of stuff to play yeah. with there. None none of the scuba diving equipment fits Sam. It's all way too small, so he looks like an enormous <laughs> kid. <laughs> Please, somebody draw enormous Sam <laughs> with scuba diving gear that's too small for him <laughs> on his body. Because that just fucking really stupid me. flippers. Oh my god, this is great. This is a Chris. Let's find an artist <laughs> immediately and and mm-hmm. and start writing comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. that was this. Do you do you have any last thoughts about this, or can we hang up and and go about our daily lives and watch we something can, uh, even dumber we can put than this? this thing, we can put this thing in the ground. If you enjoyed this content, you will probably very much like the rest of this <laughs> of our podcast at Monsters of Week Die Cool. Uh, this was a special episode brought to you by our patrons, like I mentioned at the top of the episode. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash monster of the week uh it r- can directly support the show if you donate a couple of bucks a month over there and you get cool rewards from it like physical art in the mail you get access to a cool discord where people hang out and chat about hunks and also kingdom hearts and occasionally weird emo music <laughs> <laughs> like that happens a lot uh oh yeah i mean yeah i suppose it's true yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's all true and um yeah you could also re- rate and review the podcast that helps us out uh but just listening is is the best you can possibly do and we really appreciate everybody that does that chris where can you be found on the internet nowadays i can be found at local bones on uh twitter.com i am uh jg greer at twitter.com is and you can go find all of my other shows there chris has other shows too we, we tweet about them so just go find us there and talk to us thank you for listening we'll be back uh we're gonna be back eventually to do more comic books so stay tuned everybody (sighs) (laughs) that was dumb that was dumber than i thought it would be so dumb i think this would be a great episode It's funny. I just so I just pulled up my laptop or not my laptop, my um my iPad, which I have the comics on, mm-hmm. and like it's just like looking at the last thing that I was looking at when I used this last week, and it's just a Google image search of Bobby Singer. <laughs> it's very good. I love it. Just mm. grimacing at me. Just just staring you down. And then I guess and then I just closed the thing out. I guess. Um, what is up, my dude? What's happening, Chris Moser? How have you been? You know? What's been going on? I'm okay. Here, uh, I got a little bit of uh, bad news right now. And I don't know if this is going to affect the podcast or affect you, but I got to just come out and say it. Uh, earlier, I was eating some bread. Uh-oh. And it was, <laughs> it was a little bit dry and flaky. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, do, I do believe I took a bite and then I took an, uh, an inhale of breath and i do believe that i inhaled a little bit of uh bread so there could be some bread in my lungs i don't know uh if you can drown from bread in your lungs or if it will just come coughing out later you know i'm not a doctor i'm a podcaster i'm an avid fan of supernatural and i don't have all the answers okay well luckily dr j is here 
And, Thank uh, you, Doctor Jeremy Winchester. <laughs> Doctor Jeremy Winchester is is is, in, is is here, and I'm going to um, uh, going to research this problem. Excellent for you. Excellent. Um, I have a, a variety of medical books on my bookshelf that I can help you Excellent. out with. Um, I have a variety of supernatural novels. None of them are uh, WebMD. So if you thought that I was just going to go we- to WebMD and type in bread <laughs> and lungs, you were no, you were mistaken. That was, did you hear? Did you hear that cough just now, mm-hmm. doctor? Because that was the bread. Um, <laughs> it hurts my chest. Mm. The first thing that I'm noticing is that when I mm. look at my my variety of uh, <clears throat> medical tomes on my bookshelf that I'm for some reason I'm just seeing a lot of bread recipes so apparently I have not yep. selected the right books no, why does not, WebMD no. just give me bread recipes there's bread in my lungs <laughs> I don't need more bread <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I read this I read it on my iPad comic book Okay. and uh, when I read it on my iPad I did just like the full page view of everything because, you know, because I could. Uh, it's a big enough screen. But when I was reading it at work today, when I was on my break, I was was reading it on my phone. So I did like the guided view. Yeah. And it made everything so much funnier. When you see John Winchester <laughs> in one frame and the next he's pulling his shirt off for no reason. And he's just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so many that are. I just. Oh. When you do it frame by really? frame, it's really it like brings out how terrible the art is and just how yes, like it, kind of specious this whole thing is. This mm-hmm. I, I reread it again because I'm I'm that Same. sucker and uh boy, Chris just wowza. You know what I'm saying? I, like the I last thought it was like are, the beginning part. They're incredibly incredibly bad, and it's it's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever read. Because it's like the the more that I started th- started thinking about my own fan fiction, the more that this was just like I was like this shit literally like fucking writes itself. This thing is is my fan fiction. It's just as stupid. Like literally him chasing Mary through the woods to get laid at the beginning, and then, and then, and then, then Mary like, turns into the doctor from like season three. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> uh, we don't even need outtakes. This whole thing is going to be a fucking outtake. It's going to be really really funny. How are you doing, man? I feel like I haven't talked to you in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm good. I'm fine. I had a bad day, but I felt better, better as soon as I left work. Um, and I don't know why I had a bad day. No, no reason. Just, yeah. I guess I just didn't want to be at work. Working for the man. You know what I'm saying? The man will do that to you, you know? The man will definitely do that to you. How was your anniversary? Um, when, when even was that? It was last week, huh? Um, oh, it was good. Yeah, we, um, we went out to, well, we went to lunch, I guess. It wasn't dinner. Uh, cause we just thought, you know what, this, we have the day off in the middle of the week. Nobody's going to be around. So we went to this restaurant and I thought, you know what? You boys just going to drink a little bit. You boys going to have a couple beers cause it's mm-hmm. been a while. So I got like buzzed off of two beers, which was really cool. Um, Excellent. <clears throat> it was good beer. It was, I was in a good mood and, uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was relaxing. We went to this little bookstore near my house. It was being a good time. Are you, uh, are you playing video games? yet right like right now <laughs> no no like are you back to playing video games because I'm, I'm on a podcast yeah i played uh i played more shadow of the colossus um that's kind of all i've done just like here and there while listening to audiobooks and i keep beating it and then i realized i started a new game plus on hard 
And I'm going through and I realize that none of my time attack scores carried over. So if I want to get all those items, I got to go back to the previous game. That's baloney. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have the to items have... carry over, but the, the, the times don't. Oh, man, that sucks. So wait, so like mm-hmm. I've got a new game. I'm in new game plus and I'm doing all the time attack stuff and normal mode. So if I, I need mm-hmm. to start a new game at hard mode, but I won't be able to do time attack until new game plus. You can right? actually you can actually go immediately uh, into the next difficulty from new game plus. Oh, it okay. like it will carry over on the same save file. So like back in on PS2, you had to uh, start over uh, a whole new game once you unlocked hard mode. But now you can carry over from normal mode to hard mode with like you know as new game plus i'm so paranoid because it still does the thing where every time i boot it up it pretends that i don't have a save file <laughs> and, yeah, I, and i have done beaten, that to me a couple times beaten now. the game now so i'm kind of nervous it seems very strange that it does that i guess do you do you want to do a podcast like we don't need to do a lot of outtakes for the i'm ready i'm ready to do it i'm excited um I can got- you hear me okay because i think my connection sucks my connection, I can hear you fine. My connection's been in and out for a little bit. So, okay. I'll tell you what, I'll, I can uh, also hear you fine, mm-hmm. but. I'll disconnect and reconnect just in case. So, okay. I'm back. Um, I'll do the same thing, I guess. Hello. <laughs> he thought you were rid of me. <laughs> okay. It's the last time you thought you, saw, you, thought you were going to see these. Surprise. What's that gif? Is it. Is it What's your name? Just saying surprise bitch from uh yeah from or it's me bitch or something like uh, that. Uh surprise bitch. Uh yeah. it's from American Horror, American Story, Horror Story season Story. three. Uh I, I've been thinking about American Horror Story a little bit. Uh really? and um I think that, that show pretty much sucks. <laughs> like I think like, <laughs> I agree. I think uh <laughs> the only thing that I really enjoyed of that was uh season one. Because it was same. It was, I was just gonna say, season one's the only one that I like. It's a straight up like horror thing, and like it felt like it was um, a little overdone, but not so quite dramatic that I had to like roll my yeah. eyes at it. Um, and then I liked season three, but I think only because I live in Louisiana. Like I think it's only because it was filmed in New Orleans, and you know it was it was uh, I, like, yeah. I like witches and things like that. Um, same. But I remember season three. Like I just remember uh, what's her name from uh, from that band singing all the time, the Gypsy Chick, and just not just wanting her to stop singing at all times. And then <laughs> the, whatever the, the, the one in Florida with the, with the um, traveling circus or whatever, with the freak show, I think it was season mm-hmm. four or five, uh, just with Jessica Lane singing constantly, just talking and singing all of the time. I hate it so much. I think that show is bad. I think a lot of Ryan Murphy stuff is bad. Glee, <laughs> this, that new nine one one show. I don't know if you've heard anything about it, but it's, it's no. sounds fucking horrible. Uh, man uh did i tell you at work when somebody somebody accidentally sent an email to like our management distribution um and so i get this email and it said that's the that's the weirdest version of baby got back i've ever heard (laughs) and i was like i was like oh shit i'm like hey my dude um so you sent that to management i don't think anyone else has seen it yet so you can go ahead and recall that email um and it should be fine he was like oh sorry and then I was like, I mean, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that mean? Also, like, what is? Oh, it? I was just yeah. He said I was like, oh, I was showing uh, showing Michelle this this thing from from Glee, the song from Glee, and I laughed when he said that. 
And I realized, like, no, he's just very, like, he was being dead-ass serious. Like, no, I like Glee, and I was showing her a song from it. And I felt really bad that I laughed. Because <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm like, just like, oh, what a silly thing. But, like, it's not it's not even silly. I just laughed so that I felt really bad that I laughed. <laughs> we watched, uh, like, the first season of, or two, or maybe even three of Glee. But it was like, nobody, I had, we had not, nobody had done a mashup before. Like, that was our first time getting exposed to mashup culture. We didn't know girl talk uh-huh. existed when we saw that. So it was uh, just, it was I just, saw girl talk. Isn't that weird? Oh no, not at all. Girl talk is an awesome live show. We've seen it. We they saw got it them to New come Orleans. to my college my senior year. <laughs> that should probably be a pretty good show. Yeah, it was actually kind of fun. The um, you don't, you're not on Facebook anymore, right? No. Let me see if I can find this picture. The place that we went to see girl talk only served Miller High Life beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's low calorie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely low calorie. I had friends who only drank Miller High Life and they would order because there's places around here. I don't know if you have them there. There are certain stores here that you can like have uh, alcohol delivered, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would just order like two 30 racks of Miller High Life. And they'd be like, yeah, no, it's on us. Like, I'm not complaining because this is free beer. <laughs> yeah, also- I mean, like it's it's free. So like, what the <laughs> fuck do I care? But but also... Oh, I can't find that picture. There's a picture floating around on Facebook somewhere of just me like taking a sip of this Miller High Life and making the most awful face. Oh, here we go. Although, copy, I copy what's the image. Miller sixty four or whatever the one that's like low low calorie beer? I drank that for a little while when I was on a diet. Um, and let me tell you, I lost a lot of weight, but I wasn't very happy. I just texted you the picture. I guess they serve Bud Light too because Bud Light. There's a Bud Light can on the in the bar. <laughs> do not look happy <laughs> it's a bad picture i don't remember who took it <laughs> it was either my sister or autumn so we can blame them what was so are you going to be hold on i gotta scroll back up i'm gonna be jeremy meatlick and you're gonna be <laughs> chris butt jam <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <clears throat> same while i'm at it oh yeah we good we good we good